It is Tuesday, December 5th, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 34 of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. there is only one event that people have been talking about more than the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, and that is Beer Engine PodCon 2023. And that is why today joining us is your favorite co-host. Absolutely. Without (laughs) death. What's going on, buddy? Welcome back. Hey, good to be back, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Not only back on the show, but also back on this continent because you just spent a a, a good chunk of time in uh, in Australia visiting Tony, visiting the fans, and uh, and I can't wait to hear about it. I did. I um, although I gotta say, having me and Jack Johnson back to back, I I, uh, I know we've had guests on this show and especially on the previous version of the show that have inspired all kinds of emotions, but you might reach max fucking apathy. <laughs> this one, this is, you got two people in a row where people are tuning into this thing and they're literally staring into a blank gray wall and be like, well, here comes this. <laughs> Sounds like just another well, phobe show. Well, you, uh, <laughs> you, well, you and Jack had something in common. You were both in Australia and then you came back here. What would you say drew you back to America? Well, of course, I think Jack hit the nail on the head. My pure American, uh, you know, essentially it's a virility, but for capitalism. Uh, I had a incessant drive for success that, frankly, if you meet any Australians, and I've at least met one, uh, uh, they just do not have it the way that, that, um, that we do here. You know, I mean, just listen, go into the Boulder Station. You know, smell the air, smell the success, and you'll you'll be intoxicated for life. There's there's nothing better. Um, listen, I'm uh, I'm excited to to kind of get into it, uh, and we we're we're gonna do some uh, uh, some live taste tests because uh, oh, yeah. you brought me a couple of uh, of authentic Australian s- snacks. And unlike Tony, you brought ones that look delicious. Tony, if you recall when you brought me, uh, when you brought me some snacks, it was like uh, uh, kangaroo scrotum jerky, I nope. believe was one of them. Nope. That is not nope. correct. The kangaroo there, scrotum was a coin was, purse. It was not edible. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let me be clear. Oh, God, why did I eat it? Uh, I definitely <laughs> ate it. God damn. But I did so uh, that was, bring uh, you that's butter menthols, which of course you love. Uh, I did like those. Yeah. Vegemite, which you quite enjoyed. And Mm, no, I didn't care for that actually at all. At least two out of the three of us on this podcast quite enjoy because uh, 
Griff, my favourite co-host, he actually knows how to put Vegemite correctly onto toast and did it right from the very start. I'm, be I'm honest, willing to give it credit. another the only shot. Reason, the only reason I got it right was because uh, I listened to Brian do it wrong. Right. So yes. you, it's just well, like anything yeah. else in the world, right? You got to either learn from your own mistakes or you learn from someone else's. Uh, so I got there. I sat also, down at breakfast. Tony hadn't even been there yet to coach me. And I was like, you know what? I, I remember this. Spread this on with a gentle hand and you'll get something good out of it. And I did like it. I, it does taste good. What I loved about when I tried it was Tony was sitting right there. So he watched me take <laughs> a big old dollop of it and spread it on a saltine cracker. Because when you're having Vegemite, what you need is, is a vehicle that is also covered in salt and, uh, and then take a bite and then almost die. And then after I did that three feet away from him, he's like, well, that's not how you're supposed to eat it. I'm like, cool. Thanks. You You could have said that before I ate it. In my defense, would you have taken any notice of me if I had have said something in the no. first place? No. You would have put double no. the amount on. Like, what does this fucking Probably know? I'd be like, I, I, I know what I'm doing, buddy, okay? I've, you know how many Jif, Jif and Ritz crackers I've eaten in my life? Like 1,000. This is basically the same thing. Um, and uh, it turns out it wasn't. Uh, so, yeah, I, I want to hear about the trip, man. I want to hear about the trip. I want to hear about some of the meetups. I want to get into these snacks. Where where do you two kids want to start? Well, let's uh, first, let's thank, um, I know he's a listener to TAI. I mean, listen, let's be, I'll be perfectly frank. We don't have quite the uh, uh, collection of uh, participants as TAI, TAI. We do have some nice ones. So I wanted to thank Nick, uh, Nick Torque, who did hang out with us a little bit. Um, actually quite a bit, yep. uh, I had a great time with him. True, true gentleman, a very generous fellow. Uh, we were able to drink some nice beers and, um, he bounced around with us on a couple days. Saturday, I would say probably the biggest drinking day. I was, I mean, Tony can vouch for this, I think, and Kelly probably more. So I was pretty, I got pretty fucked up in a foreign <laughs> country. I really don't <laughs> care for that <laughs> decision, but Australia is a safe enough place to do it. If you're going to get drunk because half the rest of the fucking people are, um, but uh, it, it was a good time uh, with, with Nick out there, so I wanted to thank him. I know he's listening to us right now at about 1.8 to 3x speed, so uh, shout out to that. <laughs> but, yeah, beautiful country. That makes me feel uh, better. a great time. I don't want to do a cro- the full chronological rundown because that's going to be boring as shit, uh, at least more so <laughs> anyways. But we did spend time, and we didn't get to cover much ground. Um, we got to spend time in Sydney and the Blue Mountains and then Melbourne and a little bit of time out Tony's way where we got to see the real rugged part of the country uh, out where Tony lives, uh, where I only can assume he's done most of the damage out there. So, yep. Um, I, well, if you have guess, the means, guess what? Like say, that's that's what I, that's what I want to spend the majority of the time discussing. So I that knew this works is where out this was perfectly. He wants the yep. full Mad oh. Max rundown. How many, car, how many uh, cars you know, have been stripped or in my front yard with no wheels on them? All that kind of you know, detail. Two. Since we've since we've started talking, <laughs> I have always envisioned the town you live in to be very much. Post-apocalyptic. That's the best words they can use to describe it. I picture a barren desert wasteland. A lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, things 
that have been made by hand, whether they're vehicles, structures, weapons. Uh, that's how I have always pictured Tony's, uh, you know, Tony's town. And then every now and then, like, a, I'll hear the lawnmower in the background. He's like, oh, it's a lawnmower. I'm like, Tony's lying. That's a chainsaw for sure. It's like, there's a, right. there's a, mar- there's marauders. Uh, so that's definitely what that noise is. Um, so, yes, I want to hear about Tony's hometown, Griff. Give me a, give me a rundown. Sure. I will give you a little bit of a chronological rundown on how you have to get there, first of all, because that's a, that's a whole start. <laughs> that's right. Um, sure. So, first of all, you got to bribe, you got to, br- you got to bribe the gas runners. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's right. Yep. So, Tony, <laughs> Tony did join us for a lot of this. So, that was, that was good. It did help us. Um, it wasn't, you know, I don't know. I, I, so you have to go to the train station. Hey, good news! I was standing. I was staying across the street from it. So that's awesome. So we, we, uh, mm-hmm. you know, putter across the street to the train station, and you have to hunt down uh, kind of a particular train that goes out towards Tony's uh, part of the country, which is called uh, Gippsland. And um, oh boy! So there's uh, you. You swipe your car. I mean, the most amazing part is it's going two hours out. It's a two-hour train ride. On like a metro type train. I don't know if there's there's probably something similar to that in New York, at least, Brian. Right? That like a suburban train that's maybe slightly more comfortable than like the subway train. I guess. Uh, there are yeah. There's like the Long Island Railroad. Yeah. Also, did you say Gimpsland? Because that's <laughs> I heard Gimpsland. It's, it's, and if that's what Gimpsland, it is, yeah. it I am so excited. It, <laughs> I'm like he got he got banished to Gimpsland. This is. This is all yeah, starting to come together. Uh, okay. Exactly right. That's right. So you take this two-hour <laughs> train ride, and you think that's going to be it. So you get to this little town uh, called Tralgan, which uh, uh, you're not. You're still another 45 minutes from where Tony lives. Oh, so you boy. go two hours from Melbourne to this little town, and then you take another 45-minute drive, uh, which you know most people would have to do by bus, but because Tony has such a nice family, his his mom did come to pick us up in a nice. relatively school, normal right. car, a, a Mazda, although the steering wheel was on the wrong <laughs> side. So that was fucking weird. But otherwise, it was normal. Right, because they made it because they made it themselves. That's why. But OK, good. that's right. And then um, uh, they did. Uh, they took us back 45 more minutes. So I don't think you're crazy in the idea that all everything's fucking handmade there. And it's a wasteland because I'll tell you the number one thing it reminds me of, despite all the like rabid fucking animals and huge spiders that are literally jumping out of every corner of this place. Trust me. Right. 100%. You can't go down the street seeing a spider the size of a raccoon, but uh, otherwise it feels exactly like the wasteland that is central Mm. Illinois. It is central Illinois. (laughs) to a Right. So, and and by the way, I don't. What, whatever you said about barren alien wasteland, that's Central Illinois. You're not wrong, right? You've driven through it probably when <laughs> oh, you were doing okay. it across. It's a piece of shit. Sure. Right. Mostly. Mm-hmm. So it's all these mm-hmm. connections of little towns, and the train goes to the biggest of the shitty towns, essentially. Um, and then, uh, you know, yeah, we get we go out there. Tony's mom drives us out. We get to go see Tony's house. Which is amazing. Oh, um, I can't wait. Yeah. So Tony's house. <laughs> so many, is, so is many crafts. There's probably so many, so many crabbies in there. You wait to hear about it. It's a whole experience. 
I think our listening our listening audience on this show is going to be really familiar with the layout, the setup of Tony's house. You get in the door, uh, and and guess what? The I mean, the the one thing, the first thing you see when you get in to Tony's house, old woman. So number one, any TAI listener is going to feel comfortable because there's an elderly woman right there. <laughs> that's the so. That's, that's a must for, have for, for every, the every every participant in DAI. Almost yeah, yeah almost every right description <laughs> every description I've heard lately of uh, of where TAI people live involves an old an older woman. All right, I assume she's all horned up as well. That's oh. another no, thing. No, he didn't have to deal with that. No, that was, um, uh, all right. But Tony's house actually it's 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 again, it's a house that reminds you of being in central it reminds me of um although it doesn't s- smell like my grandma's house because at least parents are in much better shape than my grandparents were. Um, the, uh, it does have that, like, there's little nooks, there's little drawers. Um, there's a million cookbooks. I mean, just an insane amount of cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony's mm-hmm. dad keeps a lot of gardening. Kelly was like over the moon about all the gardening going on at this house. She was like, please, I need to do, be able to do this. I'm like we live in the desert. You can't do any of this. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do this. No, don't, you, don't become don't, this person. Uh, yeah. Don't plant a bay tree. It's not going to happen. Yeah, Tony's mom's giving us little chocolate chip brownies while we're uh, drink while we're drinking stout. You know, all the all the hmm. everything to a T. Um, there were only a few cars uh, abandoned al- along the way, um, especially along the way when Tony did lead us to walk the local brewery where he works a little bit and does a little brewing. Uh, it was across this fucking barren field. Yep. In the mm-hmm. middle of this town where I've never been. And I'm getting literally attacked by flies. And Tony's like, oh, that's just normal out here. There's a million flies. It's fine. I'm like, fucking Christ. I'm just like 50 flies landing on my arm, batting him away from me. I'm like, Jesus, Lord, help us. Um, so you literally had to walk across this barren field through a, through like a factory parking lot. Um, and then you could get into the, to the brewery uh, finally. So that was maybe a little bit uh, more like the type of hopeless uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland that you're considering. Yeah. So there's like a little that. bit of that there. And, um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm saying can- if you're, if you've been to Kankakee, Illinois, if you've been to, you know, uh, 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 Alton or somewhere like that, then you know, this place, you're familiar with this place. Okay. So uh, it's, I'm a little disappointed, but it still sounds good. Now let's get back to Tony's house if we can. Um, now I, of course, have been regaled lately uh, for years, actually, about all of his various hobbies. Are there little uh, hints to all of his hobbies just strewn about the place? Looms, pizza ovens, homemade cheeses. It's all there. Yeah. So there's uh there is the pizza oven. Uh it's next to the smoker. Next to the um, kegerator. Mm-hmm. Next to the kegerator. <laughs> oh, this is good. All there's yeah. literally yeah. here, right? Next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um and then mm-hmm. we were sitting around on like our second beer of the night, and Tony comes in with a basket full of various weaved items or crochet, I don't know, not crocheted, what? whatever whatever you would woven. call that. Weaved, yes, right. Woven items. And he's like Kelly picked something out of the box and she's like, yes. All right. Great. So she was excited about that, but he's got the loom. Everyone gets a woven item. There, 
That's the, the that's the Tony win. guarantee. You come to visit, everyone leaves with a woven item. Will there either there was a loom in the front room there, yep. uh, like the living room area. Um, so all there is equipment to represent everything uh, Tony's been into. I did not. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and there's a microphone set up too for podcasting. So this guy's you know across the board. He's you give him credit. He's a hobbyist. I mean, I wish I wish As I could do that. I keep trying to do something interesting, but I uh, I fucking suck at it. I just play on my fucking phone like a loser. So, um, uh, but you know, it's cool. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got shit everywhere for this stuff, and they're doing the gardening. This is a very uh, self. This this house could theoretically run um, almost self sustained because they can make clothes. Uh, they can cook food and they grow food. So there is a there is a conceptual universe where they could live yeah. um, without assistance from the outside world. They're ready. I, I knew it. I knew it. Um, all right. So talk about uh, give me give me a couple of the uh, of the high points of the trip, either things you saw, things you ate. Uh, give me a, give me a couple of your faves. Sure. I mean, this is probably uh, this is. Uh, maybe too highbrow to start out with, but we did go out for my wife's birthday and we went to this restaurant in Sydney. Uh, if we got any of the, you know, fancy food types out there, they might, uh, enjoy checking this place out called St. Peter, which is doing a 100% seafood menu. And they're doing, uh, they're essentially using 95% of the fish where apparently when you eat a fish, you typically only eat the filet, right. Um, or something like that. So, they are making shark fish charcuterie. Uh, their plates are made out of fishbone slurry. Um, you would never know that, but it's just a ceramic. Um, it's uh, it, they're they're maximizing every part of it. The fish charcuterie was insane, insanely good. Um, everything was delicious. That place was was amazing. So that was definitely a highlight food wise. Um, we definitely drank too many cocktails. I think Brian, you'd have a great time there. There are a million great cocktail bars. One of the best margaritas like I've ever had mm. at a me- at a mezcal bar in Sydney. You'd never expect that to mm. have to go there to drink mezcal, but it was wonderful. Seriously, um, kick ass place. Uh, Melbourne, I would though I would even say is more of the like food and bev city. It's got a little more culture to it. Um, Sydney's a little polished. It sort of reminds you of, like being in you know, Beverly Hills or something to a degree. It's 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 very cleaned up. Um, not as much edge to it. Melbourne has a little more um, vibe to it. Uh, so that's a better place, I think, if you're looking for, like, ramen places. There's a huge Chinatown. All of those things uh, really delivered there. And it was just a great city to walk around, a ton of nice neighborhoods. Sort of reminds you of, of Chicago a little bit uh, in that way. But um, And then otherwise, it was nature. I mean, it's just stunning there. So beautiful we got to see these cool birds. Tony was fucking pissed off at me because I wanted to take pictures of the crazy colored cockatoos <laughs> and parrots and everything. And Tony's like, oh, these are just fucking normal pests around here. I'm like, yeah, but I don't live here. So you can if you take a picture of a pigeon, then, you know, whatever. Fine. You can come here and look at quails. But I get to see these birds that will land on your shoulder like once in my life. So, um it's so funny. Uh, so a bird, so a colorful bird lands on the shoulder. It's like a, it's, you consider it to be like, uh, oh my God, this is such a, like a magical moment in my life. Take a picture. And then Tony, if that same bird landed on your shoulder, you'd be like, get this fucking pigeon off my goddamn shoulder. Yes, right. It's probably disease ridden. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> yep. 
That's right. All right. And, and both of us may be All right. right. I got it. Agree, but yeah. <laughs> I think there's probably. probably some truth to, to both stories. Just because it's a pretty color still doesn't stop it from being a pest. But I will say you you have left out the fact of your love of seagulls in Australia. Oh, those fuckers are crazy, dude. Um, uh, the seagulls there will uh, hover like one inch above your hand while you're eating. So if you're eating like a, if you're sitting at the beach and you got a sandwich or something that you got, I didn't do this, but if you went to fucking subway and got a BNT, you'd have this bird hovering four inches, like looking at you in the eyes, hovering above you while you, while you eat the sandwich. It was one of the fucking craziest things I've ever seen. I'm like, look at this guy. He is trying to eat. And there is a bird in his face. It's crazy to look at. I've never seen anything quite. I will say up fries, but that's it. Yeah, seagulls, seagulls are, I, I, I do not trust a bird that fears no man. And I will say that seagulls, even out here, sounds like that's next level. But even out here, seagulls are getting fucking brave. Like, uh, you know, when, okay. if, if, you know, when I, when I go to California or something, I'm usually in like a touristy place and there's lots of kids. Those seagulls know that there's going to be a shit ton of food there and over time have evolved to like, you know, they're like, these guys aren't going to like, they're scared of us. You guys, I think, I think we're underestimating ourselves. Uh, I think we can get up in their shit. We can snatch a fry out of a toddler's hand and no one's going to do anything about it. And uh, I don't, I do not trust it. I don't trust those types of birds. The, you know, the, the craziest thing about Australia and uh, I, um, you know, just being, you know, both having lived here and living in Vegas is, uh, and I'm sure maybe Tony would tell me, you know, you just didn't go to the places where this would be the case, but there was at no point really even drunk off my ass that I felt like um, there was something uh, I, I was uncomfortable about being out at, at night or walking around any particular part of town, walking through neighborhoods. Um, it, it felt like a very, like overall, a, a extremely safe place to be you don't see a ton of cops milling about like you do here right that are just you know milling around roughing up homeless people or whatever they do here um you uh it's it's pretty chill so uh i'd say that that's a plus too is if if you're looking for just like now, a somewhat safe place now to tony it's, it's pretty good with that tony let me ask you a question having heard griff just say that do you think He's racist because what he's secretly saying is there's just mostly white people. Um, mm, interesting. I'm joking. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> stop, stop sweating. It was a joke. Everything's fine. Uh, but is he, is he wrong? <laughs> I don't think it's. A, I honestly don't think that's. A, I think that's a challenging question for a podcast. That's probably not this one. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah, that's true. No, I think it, I think fair, it just. But, uh, yeah. I think you have to search out those sketchier places. They do exist, but you really have to search them out. I'm it's sure not like it's a big a, city. Yeah, of course. It's, it's not like it's a block off like the the glitz areas, like the areas that you were walking around. Like in Vegas. Yeah, yeah that's a perfect example, actually. Mm-hmm. As much as you joke about that, yeah. you yeah. go off the way. strip yeah. half a block and you're in trouble. Or if you go downtown and outside a casino, you're in trouble to some extent. And that's not unique to um, all of America, but um, generally the areas are bigger pockets in Australia and they're more self-contained and you you do have to search them out. 
I mean, honestly, I don't really think there's many places in Vegas where you're actually unsafe, right? Uh, I honest, I mostly meant this as an mm. issue with the cops because there's fucking yeah. <laughs> you feel unsafe because you see a bunch a bunch of fucking cops running around with their sirens on, standing outside a guy's yeah, tent true. or something. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, okay, well, what the fuck's going on here? I better avoid that. You know, so there's not really. Yeah. I mean, not to turn this into a philosophical thing, but uh, you don't. You really don't see that, and there's also not a bunch of private security companies driving around and all that stuff that you see here, right? It's it's pretty straightforward, you know. Um, it's uh, uh, but you know, that's that's a commentary maybe for for another podcast, I guess. For that other podcast that we were just talking about. Yeah. Uh, now, did you yeah, try right. any Australian delicacies? I eat kangaroo. No. Uh, did you Wa- try wallaby, wombat. Now I was, I, I was told, Tasmanian um, devil. <laughs> I've had people uh, tell me that kangaroo was not too good, and I, I don't know if yep. uh, Nick. I think Nick thought it was better than Tony does because, uh, but um, I actually did not get any of that. We didn't really get to see a kangaroo. I was a little bit disappointed. We were driving around with Tony's mom, who, to Tony's mom's credit, for. Um, not to, I'll, I'll never say a woman's age on online. That's not nice, but, and I also don't know what it is. So that's another reason I won't do it, but, uh, she's <laughs> definitely, in, you know, he's Tony's mom. So she's about as old as you have to be for that. Um, she drives like a 22 year old in a Corvette. She was fucking whipping around those mm-hmm. Kelly and I like getting nauseous in the back seat. I'm like, Oh God, I can't, <laughs> this, this is crazy. Um, but, uh, we saw kangaroo crossing signs and I'm like, well, where's this motherfucker? You know, it'd be interesting to <laughs> let's do it. Cross. Um, <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't happen. Um, it was mostly birds, uh, and maybe the couple of spiders I saw in the Mafra motor Inn, uh, which I wasn't sure if they were da- dangerous or not, but I did just squish them with a piece of toilet paper. So it didn't really matter. Um, I think you have to go to maybe the places in Australia that are a bit more wild, Uh, than these big cities and even the blue mountains, which are a very popular tourist place. Um, You need to go out to like Western Australia, which I would love to do uh, or Tasmania, which I would also also love to do. Um, So uh, I think there you can see all these, um, you know, quokkas and all that shit, you know? Um, Well, one thing that you and I have in common is when we go uh, uh, places, we like to try regional snacks. And you brought me a couple that I'm going to taste test on the air. But uh, outside of the stuff you brought me, what were some of the more interesting things you you saw, just like at gas stations and, and convenience stores, stuff like my that? My number one favorite thing I saw with this is Tony existing in it. That was my favorite part. Tony uh, had this approach to it. And I know this is just pick on Tony time because we just <laughs> hung out with him for a week. So it's easy. But Let's when do you take it. him into a grocery <laughs> store with like some newbies and Brian, if you ever go with Tony to Australia – You'll notice this. He yeah. just starts grabbing stuff at will. He's like, oh, yeah, try these, try these, try these. I'm like, I don't know if these I, I like that. Okay, whatever. And he piles my up problem, a basket of of shit, right? I mean, some of it was great, but some of it's not. Yep. So we did try a ton of different snacks. Some of them I did not bring home. But I'm going to let me let me do a quick rundown of those because I think that's more interesting than anything I actually did in Australia. But um. Uh, at least for the people listening, anyways. I mean, I had a great time. If you guys want to hear about all the fucking cocktails I drank, but yeah, um, had a great hamburger. The gimlet um, had great croissants. Yeah, the hamburger was fucking good. Oh, my Vegemite and cheese croissant. Now that's high on the list of Australian things. The Vegemite cheese croissant oh I had at Loon 
was so good and mostly tastes like cheddar with like a little savory boost. Fantastic. But okay, so first thing we're just going to get out of the way is this shit, which was the Subway meatball sub oh, chips. Gross. Which had a taste that was very nasty, but also compelling in a way no. that you wanted to solve. You well, wanted to solve the puzzle. I felt like I was trying to well, solve here's, a riddle by eating it. The thing, the thing about that is the Subway meatball sub is not good in its <laughs> original form. So why you would try to dehydrate that and put it on a chip is beyond me. I don't know if there's a, a do Australians like Subway, Tony? They're, they must. Why no, really? Because Red Rooster oh, yeah. is like our, our lowest rate fast food chain and it got its own chip. But um, yeah, I did not Fair. like those meatball sub chips. I made that clear from the very those first were, chip I had. Not a fan. Yeah, those were those were not good, but I did eat it. I got I got drunk and ate about twenty more of them, <laughs> just being like, oh, sure. this is you know. I didn't. I get it. Really wanted to find. Um, there. the burger burger rings. I also didn't care for. Um, uh, burger rings were sort of like a funyun, but didn't have as much taste to me. That was a bad. As even bag. a funyun does. Interesting. You can look, you look know, at Tony defending funny. burger rings. I, I I maintain that that was a bad bag of burger rings. I don't know what was going on with that batch, but didn't have yeah. half the flavor they normally would. Normally have more burger flavor. Okay. All right. Maybe we had, or maybe our palates were obliterated by meatball sub. It uh, could have been, or also been. like um, burial IPA. Uh, oh, that's right. Good point. Um, the. Uh, Shapes, I loved. So I highly recommend Shapes. Maybe not the greatest name for a food, uh, the best branding for a food Apes? in history. Shapes. It's just uh, called in, Shapes? In, in, and I'll tell you why, I think. Tony, and Tony can correct me uh, if this is wrong. Hmm. But I, I believe it's I mean, I have a theory, wrong. but I'd love to hear. There are different shapes. So each box <laughs> type, each type is a different shape of thing. So, like, barbecue shapes were what? Like, triangles or whatever? And uh, then, octagons. Um, uh, octagons, sorry. And then uh, the Jesus chicken Christ. parm shapes, chicken parma shapes were Australian, shape of Australia and Tasmania. Wait, so, so like, these uh, are, like... They're different shapes. It, like, ge like, geometry. This is, like, a geometry test. Like, not just, like, oh, these are, like, wacky shapes. Like, these are actual, like, conceived... Shapes. It's a first grade geometry test. You look at it and you say triangle, you know, like sure. Bart Simpson. Who okay. can stay with this? Sure. Is, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I like both of those. I think the barbecue are better and the barbecue are probably the like legendary flavor. I would say the top tier flavor, the S tier yep. flavor. Um, those were amazing. I'm pissed off at myself. I didn't buy more. Um, I should have, but they were, uh, but I, and I probably could on Amazon, but they're really expensive for a cracker. Um, the chicken parma ones were also good, but not as good as the, um, barbecue, but they have a, this is not like a normal, you know, flavorless type Triscuit thing. These fuckers are packed with seasoning. Um, so, uh, I, I guess, you know, Australians have no, no, uh, delicatesse, as they say, with this amount of salt <laughs> on your food. So very salty, very salty items, but they're both good. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what else was there? There was um, uh, do we do we have any other chips? Was that was that the chip max besides the ones we have here? And I'm going to try these with you because I actually haven't eaten these yet. So, um, 
these will these will be new things for me. But definitely had some Tim Tams. Um, those are great. Who could argue with a Tim Tam? Love um, a Tim Tam. Give them to you on Qantas Airlines. They're delicious. And uh, you're about to eat this, Brian. But I loved the candy I gave you, uh, which is the cherry ripe. And I'm excited. Okay, yeah, I have it. I have it here. Um, so I'm a. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, Griff was actually kind enough to put a little uh, pack together and drop it off at my office. You want to talk about places where you, <laughs> where you don't feel safe? Uh, yeah, my uh, my. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, and guess what? No cops. That's just that's just scary in general. Um, yeah, normally the door's locked. I left it unlocked so you could uh, come in because I was uh, I knew I was going to be on a work call and I didn't feel good about it. I was like, some, some shit's going to happen. It's not going to be chip related. But you were very nice to bring uh, over a couple containers. Now I'm going to try this one first. I don't know what it is, but it's like a uh, uh, it looks like a ruffle. It's got it's a ridged yeah, chip, which I love a ridged chip. These are the Red Rooster Red's Fried Chicken Burger Chips. I haven't tried these yet either, so let's... I'm gonna mute fried Chicken Burger Chip? Fried yeah. Chicken Burger yeah. Chip? I, I cannot give a comparison. Give me some background, Tony. I um, yeah. haven't actually tasted this. This is a fried chicken chips. sandwich. They just call shit burger there. Yeah, chicken sandwich, chicken burger, the same thing. If it's in a round roll, we call it a burger. Um, but yeah, I haven't had these, so I can't give a comparison or a second opinion. I'll have to trust you guys 100%. Um, tell me what you think of these chicken sandwich slash burger chips. I don't like the uh, fast food chain in the first place. So, right, All right. I mean, about these two, but they're not bad. What I'm getting is like a, like a pickle situation. Like I'm getting a little dill. Yeah, you're right. There's something. Right. You get pickle taste. They must. They must have pickles on it, like a Chick Fil A. Yeah. Although, if I'm looking at the, it's picture, probably there is a picture on here that you can't see. It looks like it's just covered in lettuce or like a slaw. So maybe there are pickles under there, but I can't see them. Um, and it's this probably has that chicken salt, salt, right, Tony? Uh, uh, Australia? No, it's yeah, fine. Like, Australians are big on that on that chicken are, are big on that chicken salt, which is weird because. Like chicken salt does exist. You can get that here. They sell it like at the grocery store and stuff like that. But I don't really know anybody who uses chicken salt. But I almost feel like it's, you know, like when you go to like Maryland and they fucking like I I can get Old Bay here. They got Old Bay at Smith's by my house. No one buys it. Then you go to Maryland and they got fucking Old Bay at the subway. So you can doctor up your your meatball sub chips with a with a mountain of old. So I I feel like maybe that's just one of those weird regional seasonings where like people lose their mind for it. Well, I'll I'll jump in. Go ahead. Because I had some chicken salt fish and chips. Uh, So if you order fish and chips in Australia and I saw a guy do this at the gas station that was between. Uh, I don't know, Tony, where we were in Mafra and the rainforest at Terrabulga. Oh, Rosedale. Um, Rosedale gas station, sure. So, guys, check it out. This is my ad for the week. This is go, go, go to the, the Rosedale, Rosedale gas station. <laughs> so hop in there and get yourself some fish and chips. But construction yeah. worker fellow hops in. Now, their gas stations are all nicer than every gas station here in the in the whole country, besides, like, Bucky's or whatever. Um, it's, it's nice in there. It's clean. Uh, they have every pop you'd ever want, every water type you'd ever want. Um, and they have a whole stand of like fried stuff that I'm guessing guys who work out in these remote areas ish, pick up some fish and chips so they can have something to eat later. And, um, 
Hey, yeah, they just douse it in chicken salt. Same deal. I went to a nice fish and chips place in in Manly Beach, and they yeah, they're like, "Do you want this in chicken salt?" And I was like, "Oh, I forgot about chicken salt. Yes, I want everything covered in chicken salt, please. Thank you." And it is. It's just like savory salt. I'm not even sure if there is chicken in it, Tony. Is no, there like chicken no bouillon chicken in, in there it. or something? Or no, no, there's no chicken anything in it. Yeah. So it's not it's chicken like, flavored. It's like chicken. Like you season chicken with it. Is that why? Why is no, it called like chicken savory salt? flavored? I don't know. I think it just has like a chicken ish uh, flavor. What the probably, fuck probably. was that? <laughs> Well, we, you were speaking about chainsaws. We do actually have chainsaws going on right now, cutting down a tree. Did you, did you I was going to say, that is yeah, that's cool. You're fucking, you, that's <laughs> Gimpsland if I ever heard it. So so you someone that, was trying to crawl out going. of a cellar. <laughs> um, but, uh, I yeah. knew it. Fucking marauders. Chicken salt has a vaguely chicken-ish flavor. That's about it. And I say vaguely, it's like eight, eighth cousin to chicken in its flavor. But... Um, I, I have no idea why it's called chicken salt, but it is um, an Australian t- tradition. As Griff mentioned, he had it in Manly. We have it down here in Victoria. It's all across Australia, everywhere. Uh, wow. I, I, no, I wonder. Yeah, there's definitely... That, that guy is, is slaughtering a, uh, a, a fucking kangaroo. All right, let's go into the second ship. This looks like more of like a... Like maybe like a kettle, like a kettle cooked chick. Yeah, a kettle chip. All right, I'm going to give this chip. one a try. This is native honey and orange with cracked pepper. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> interesting. If you hadn't said those words, if you hadn't said honey, orange, pepper, I don't know that I would have immediately thought of any of those things. But the second you did say it, actually, kind of, I'm getting it. I'm getting some of the orange. I'm getting some of the honey. That's it's pretty good, actually. This is a good one. I, I like it. You like it this one, Tony? Me a little bit. I, I do like this, and this brand is known as sort of our like mid to upper tier like supermarket brand of chips that does some great flavors. It reminds me of hmm, um, I like it. The, the Korean honey butter chips, Brian. You ever have those? Yes, good, good call. Sandwiches, no butter chips. This is a little bit like that. It, as, I highly recommend those, by the way. So you pop into Lee's sandwiches, get yourself a cheap banh mi, and get yourself some of these the Korean honey butter chips. They're really, really good. Um, but these are great too. I actually like these. So I like. I would rank the the honey ones above the chicken burger pickle chip or whatever that was. I agree. Actually, yeah. No, especially knowing what they are now, I actually feel like it's pretty complex. I like it. Okay, that's good. Um, All right, so now I'm going to go into the into the treats you brought. I've had a Tim Tam, so I'm not going to. I'll just eat that alone later in the dark. Now these are. But I'm going to try slightly different Tim Tam. These are uh, Murray River salted caramel Tim Tams. So I don't All know right, what Murray River try. is. I'm guessing it's a dairy region or something. It's the actual know. river border between Victoria, New South Wales, and a slight part of South Australia. It's Australia's longest river and um, was pivotal um, in the development of Australian, the Australian wool trade. So that's what the Murray River is. Yeah, but why do they have a caramel name after him? Well, because really you can get Murray River salt in. from the estuary part of the Murray River. They can uh, produce their own salt. Uh, uh, salt. That makes sense. It was more about yeah. the salt. That is good. Caramel. Interesting. Yeah. That's, it well, that sounds very Australian. That is good. All right. I enjoyed that one. And now I'm going to go for this one. What's this called? The cherry what? The cherry, cherry ripe. This was my this cherry was, ripe. Ripe. 
as my favorite candy. <laughs> this was um, it's coconut and cherry essentially. Like if you stirred some oh, yeah. cherry flavoring into some coconut and covered it in chocolate, I think these are yummy. Yeah, these are, I'm in. These are yeah, that's good. Me. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, these, these All right, these are good for me for sure. Yeah. I like it. Tony, do you feel like uh, like his choices were, were good ones, or is there one that, outside of burger rings, is there one that you feel either he didn't try or he just missed the boat on? Well, it's not that he didn't try. I know his wife got one of these before uh, they left Australia, um, and that's because he has something against it, and that is the peppermint crisp. So I'm, I'm waiting to hear back on his lovely wife's opinion of the peppermint crisp. I, this is, uh, now this is an all time just aversion. I just got to go back to our table for eight days. I, I know we have a lot of loyal listeners to that show that are over here. I don't want to delve everyone into loved area, it, but everyone loved it. But I have an aversion. Aha. Uh-huh, right. Remember we did that whole show about that. I think I was probably yeah, near sure. death at that point, but, um, uh, right. it was about, um, it was, I don't like mint and chocolate. That much. I'm not, I don't. I don't think I have a necessarily a total aversion to it, but mint, mint chocolate combo it doesn't always hit for me. I don't. I don't know. And the peppermint crisp is like a butterfinger sort of. If the middle was peppermint, um, it's like shattering peppermint taste, which um, mm. I, I think sounds interesting. And I, I'm excited for Kelly to try it because she loves that taste. But um, I just not not for me personally. Okay, I do. I like. I like a good pepper. I like a good peppermint uh, chocolate kind of a combo. So that might be. That might uh, be my deal. Um, right. The other thing I didn't um, get to try was enough oh, McDonald's shit. I feel like I didn't get enough <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, it's just fucking McDonald's. fast food. Okay, maybe not McDonald's, but just other fast food. Yep. The only fast food thing I tried that um, I really thought was maybe it's not the only one, but the most unique thing I had, and and Brian, you might. I think I'm nuts for thinking this is unique, but I just never seen this before. They have these places in Melbourne that are um, there are these little sushi counters facing out to the street, and they have hand rolls, and they're all packed in there like a deli counter. So you can just walk up to this little counter and just pick out a couple hand rolls, and they shove them in a box, and you can just walk you know walk out down the street and chop these sushi hand rolls um, as like mm. a quick you know, relatively healthy snack. And, um, I thought those were, were great. I had, we were, we were just looking for like a light lunch. You grab a hand roll or two and you can just walk around with it. I was like, this is actually pretty convenient and kind of cool that they're laid out like the deli. So you can actually sit there and look at it. Right. You can see like, Oh yeah, I want this one looks good. Or I, I'd rather, Oh, the shrimp looks better than the salmon to me. Or you can see all the toppings and everything in there. Um, I thought that was a cool fast food, uh, type item. Um, that we don't, I, I haven't really seen here. And plus it was cheap as hell too. Um, mm. so I thought that was a good, that was a good bit, uh, or a good steal. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, we didn't do any other fast food. We didn't do red rooster. I didn't go to Australian subway. I didn't go to, um, <laughs> hungry Jack's fucking McDonald's. I didn't yes. go to hungry Jack's. No. Yes, you did. Don't tell a lie. We got the super you, duper bursties. You did go to McDonald's. No, I went to Hungry Oh, Jack's. we got super duper bursties. I didn't even talk about the super duper bursties. Um, What's that? I forgot about super. Yeah, so we kept seeing these ads 
for this thing called a super duper bursty at Hungry Jack's. And we were like, what the fuck is that? Um, and what I didn't know is that now, uh, you'll know what these are immediately, but you know what an otter pop is, right, Brian? Of course. Yeah. That's what a zooper duper is in Australia is it is essentially an otter pop. It's a, it's a, uh, (laughs) you know, water-based sugar popsicle or whatever, you know, exactly right. Um, and, uh, they uh, Burger King makes us like a icy, like a slushy drink that's super duper flavored. So it's got like the lame ass like Kool Aid flavors essentially, right? And then in it were these little, um, like not they're boba like in appearance, but they were just like little, um, bursting uh, pearls. But that bursting, was soft. Am I gonna say bursting ball on the show? Um, that's what they were. They were like little um. Little ball, like little gusher type things, but but squishier. And yeah, you would just it would just like a boba it would it would pop in your mouth or whatever. So you would um, that was a super duper bursty, and it was kind of fun to have one sip of it, and then you were like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah, uh, was, so I guess we did. Yeah, you're an adult. You can't just eat <laughs> fucking. But I tell you what, um, uh, Kelly and I did do that was delicious. That was super duper oh related. It was the boozy duper. Uh, that we had at one of the beer shops where they'd actually oh, put yeah. alcohol um, into their own handcrafted Zupadupas. So that was pretty delicious. Yeah, those were good. Yeah. That's what we needed was more, was booze in that thing. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, it, that, that's, there's nothing sort of more, uh, you know, late Gen X millennial than taking something that you enjoyed in childhood and then cramming alcohol into it. That's very on brand for our generation. I mean, that's even what we do with these movies, right? It's like, okay, we're going to watch Harry Potter, but we're going to drink. We're going to have a drinking game. Every time Harry Potter. (laughs) But they're going to fuck. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, anyway, all right, listen, I know that uh, one of the things you've become famous for on your show, and uh, and it was wildly popular when uh, last time you co-hosted this show, was uh, you'll always come up with a uh, with an intriguing game. Do you have an intriguing game based on your uh, on your recent journey? I don't. I, uh, I had a horrible okay, uh, cool, cool, cool. day, so I did not plan anything other than my three hilarious lines that I managed to get out and uh, all this food. So I could not come up with a segment. Um, but uh, you know what? Uh, you know what we can do? Listen, this is the easiest game we can find out in the world. Uh, we just ate some snacks. Why don't we try to guess what the world has rated these snacks if I can find a rating of them, huh? Um, Should I play okay. the jingle? So that's, that's what we can do. Sure. Interestingly enough, Griff was able to see the well that he puts me down on a. I, I was going to say weekly basis, this. but I don't often lose the game. I don't know how he got. All right. I don't know how he got the walls all the way up the well to be sticky, but this man. Yes, I am really truly amazing. Um, <laughs> no, it's what the, you, uh, it's 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 exactly the, what. You uh, think. Uh, 
All right, so okay. here's, a, here's a rating. I can, I can find a rating of all this shit, I bet. So let's start with the Cherry Ripe. So the Cherry Ripe, this is on the famous review website for things, mouthsofmums.com.au. <laughs> it's not porn. Don't worry. I've Mouths been on that. This is not porn. <laughs> no, I've, I've been to that website, and it is. Maybe, uh, oh, mums. Mom, don't do moms. Don't do mouths of moms. That's a different website, and it's exactly what you think it is. But they do review things. Uh, go ahead. So this is mouthsofmoms.com.au slash rate it. Uh, and this is the Cadbury Cherry Ripe. <laughs> okay. And it has 97 ratings. Okay. And 98% of people do say they would add this to their trolley. So, you know, you might think this is mm. a pretty good rating. So here's a couple of reviews. Um, uh, M.Mumoff2 said, uh, this is dangerously Moorish. So uh, nobody in my family likes cherry ropes, which is good for me. It's autocorrect. It just didn't work. But I, because I don't have to share. The moist cherry inside is delicious and pairs perfectly with the sweet chocolate coating. These are great straight from the fridge. Okay, so there's a pro tip. Put these in the yeah, fridge. Yeah, they are great from the fridge. I will agree with that tip. GG says, got me through lockdown. That's amazing because Australia had a pretty long oh lockdown. So she must have been eating a fuckload of these. And then we she got Indulgent got Snacker. It. Indulgent Snackaroo by Mom475651. <laughs> Doesn't like dark chocolate or cherries, but she loves this. So that's the opposite of what we see on Untapped, Tony, yeah. right? Where people yeah. are like, I don't like Pilsner. Why did I order a Pilsner? One star, right? They rate, they, they fuck it up. These people said they, this guy, lady doesn't like these things and still eats these and loves them. So overall feels like good feelings on the Cadbury Cherry Ripe. It's a five. It's out of five stars, uh, Brian. So what do you think the Cherry Ripe is rated? I mean, I got to figure it's. I'm going to give it like a four two, four point two. I'm going to go with three point nine four. Uh, we're going to go Brian on the closest to the pin here um, with the, uh, since this is a 4.6. Wow. A 4.6 for the Cadbury Cherry Ripe. Jeez. Uh, that's that's uh, bourbon yeah. barrel impressive. age area. Add yeah, that, add that to the, add that to the trolley. Should that be my new catchphrase, you guys? <laughs> add that to the trolley. Let's stick <laughs> add with that. You can add that. <laughs> you can add that to the trolley. I like it. Uh, all right, I'm I'm workshopping it, but I kind of think that that might be my new thing. Yep, I right. like it. Let's let's keep our proverbial internet talk in the mouths of mums here, and we will continue getting some <laughs> ratings mm. from them. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Arnott's Tim Tam's uh, salted caramel. Um, this only has ten ratings, so we're gonna have to go. I have to go rogue on these. Um, uh, so, yeah, so we got 10 ratings on the chocolate salted caramel. Uh, Mom483681. Every packet of Tim Tams we purchase empties rapidly, and these are no exception. Uh, wanted to love but don't, says Mom467702. People love staying anonymous on here. The chewy caramel Tim Tams are my absolute fave flavor, so I thought I'd love these, but I don't think they're great. Overrated and won't buy again. Um, not for my kids. Somebody oh, says sh- all Tim Tams rock. Somebody says 
Uh, salted caramel yum says 14, 1450 15 who didn't say your name but did post your picture. So, um, <laughs> okay. And what are we working ten, with? She's... 10 ratings, 10 star rate. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. Uh, <laughs> I think I got I think I got it loud and clear. Um, okay. That's an Australian. Ooh, this sound, I mean, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> LA one and Australian nine. Tony, uh, I uh, listen. Uh, we should let's let's, ahead, let's that's, we'll yeah. flip it. But Tony gets yeah. to go first on one of them. I don't think this is nearly as popular. But seeing how well the cherry ripe was rated, let's go with a four point two four. See, I would, I would, I would think that this would be a, a higher one as well, but I didn't like that review and that's, that's throwing me for a little bit of a loop. Um, I guess I'm going to go, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say four even, I'm going to say four even. Uh, oh, Brian, you all you're closest to the pin again. Four point it's three point so nine. Good at this, you guys. Three point nine for I've, that one. Wow, really good. I've been in I've um, been involved in some mum's mouths. <laughs> mouths. That's a hard word to say. Uh, so I know I know what's going on in mom's mouths. <laughs> Is it the same Eek. thing that's right, going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to, I'm having a hard time finding a rating for the chicken burger chips. So we're going to go to this that just popped up on mum's mum's mouth, um, which is the (laughs) Heinz Creations with a Z. Creations is spelled with a Z. Fiery Mexican style, fiery Mexican style beans. And beans is also spelled with a Z. So Heinz beans. Creations, fiery Mexican style beans. This is this sounds like quite the Australian snack right here. Um, Mom forty nine ninety four seventy eight says, "Where are they? I thought hat they were incredible. Incorporate some rice and a quick, affordable, and delicious meal. So you dump your boy. There, there there's an Australian meal for you, huh? You a meal? You wouldn't travel there if, if you thought this was what they're eating over there, which is some Heinz Mexican beans and some rice." Yummy. Uh, Mom mm. 81879 says, fiery breakfast. <laughs> we usually have a cooked brunch on our lazy lie on Sundays. I bought these for a change one weekend, and we continue to buy them. Fiery flavor, perfect with sausages, eggs, and bacon. Uh, somebody says, perfect for nachos. Adds that extra to mince, says, young old lady. Now, you and I might both be into that. Um Love adding this to my meals for that added bite and flavor. Great in toasted sandwiches. Oh, good. Some, a toasted bean sandwich. Um, <laughs> there you go. There's, there's only seven ratings on, on the fiery Mexican-style beans. What do you think, Brian? What do you got? I mean, uh, this can't be delicious. Um, fuck. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna say th- th- 3.7. Oh, that's wow, a, okay. I think that's high, but I, I think like, that's high, but I'm gonna go with it. I fucking hate beans, and I I hate 
Heinz when they try and do Mexican flavours, at least in Australia. So I'm going to go 2.84. Well, nobody was did very good, but Brian gets it again. Brian's going to win because we're only going to do one more. Uh, it's uh, 4.6. These seven people what? fucking love these beans. Uh, Sam Steen, Sam, Sam Steen, maybe named after the metal band. Um, <laughs> chuck them on your tacos and burritos for a bit no. more of a filling meal. They are delicious. I even eat them straight from the can. Gross. They are yum. This guy is this living mom. the true bachelor life. He's, well, I'm, I'm wondering if Sam Steen is a mum. <laughs> questions. Um, I want to know what's going on in her mouth. We'll do. Sorry. We'll do. <laughs> that was. That was. We'll do one gross. more because. That was my mistake. You know we'll what? I, one, I, that was. Yeah. Messed up. We'll do one more because I did a. Um, I know I already did some gross shit too, so it's fine. This is just the gross episode. Uh, the gross episode of TAI. Um, the. Uh, this is the McCain dinner chicken parmigiana, 320 grams. McCain is a, a commercial. I saw a commercial brand of uh, or a, a ton of commercials for this McCain potato company. They love having like frozen frozen fries dinner company and stuff. more than just potatoes. They do they do frozen yeah. potato chips and stuff like that or fries. Sorry, but they also do like yeah yep. full on frozen dinners. So I had my first chicken parma. This doesn't look much like it. Uh, this looks like something different. But uh, I enjoyed my chicken parma, uh, it, even though um, uh, Jimmy over at Mafco said the New South Wales version is ass. I'm like, well, I'm oh, sorry, that's all I got. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I think it's probably so, somewhat the same. It's you know whatever. Anyways, this has uh, you got this. This has farm some farm picked vegetables in yeah. there. It's a TV dinner. Where else are you going to pick vegetables parm, from? If you're not going to take vegetables from a farm, where are you going to pick them from? That's what I want to know. Your fucking backyard, I think, well, if, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that still but, a garden, mm, though? Um, but then safe garden. It says farm. Oh, farm. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. All right. Yeah, we. this is a semantics discussion. Um, um, I go first in this Chicken one. parm. So this is 267 yeah. ratings. Uh, Drea and Jed said yum, easy meals. Uh, somebody says convenient. Somebody says not bad, not bad. Uh, not a huge fan. We get a few of these. So there you go. Chicken parm frozen dinner from McCain. How good can a frozen dinner be? At the best, you're pushing 4.1, but this is like just bog standard 4.06. Yeah, I, I feel like he's, he's shooting going to the 100th. Nobody has had anything on the 100th here. So I know, but you know, you've done that. Tony really likes to go deep. I have to say that uh, this one, uh, Tony's shooting high. Um, although, from what I understand, people love their chicken parmas over there. But I'm going to say three and a half, three point five, and I can do another six decimal places if you feel like it's necessary. You just let me know. And you could do as many as you want because you're going to win that <laughs> one. It's a uh, Brian sweeps it. it. I think mostly his probably not this. being familiar with these products actually helps, and you are just good at this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three point <laughs> one for this. So there you go. I was able to look at that. That's what's nice when you on the fly. Game, you look at you. Good job. We can. In the I fly, also probably. I also probably should have 
had that conversation with you prior, considering we hung out yesterday <laughs> and I saw you today. But I'm like, I'll just wait until five seconds before the uh, the, the the segment, Honestly, and then I'll just ask him if he's got it. Might have come out better that way, because would we have ever known <laughs> about Heinz fiery breakfast beans? Probably not. Beans. Probably not. No. Came out great. Uh, and, and so, you know, since you brought up TV dinners, I do have to give a quick shout out to the the meal you and I had yesterday. Uh, oh, one yeah. of uh, one of uh, both of our favorite restaurants, this place called Boom Bang, which is like literally in a strip mall, um, you know, uh, in Henderson. The food is fucking phenomenal. The drinks are phenomenal. And on Mondays, they do like a TV dinner um, where they literally it's it's in like a segmented metal tray. And it's got a main and a vegetable and a side and a dessert. Uh, last night we had chicken enchiladas, uh, uh, like a lote style corn, <laughs> breakfast, spicy breakfast beans, and uh, uh, a fucking piece of an enormous piece of flan. It's uh, it's, it's crazy. It's an absurd amount of food. I think it runs thirty bucks, and it's just a, a crazy amount of food, and it's delicious. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I love Boom Bang. Great, great place. If you're in Vegas and you want to check out something that's not uh, one of the same four steakhouses, that, that place is worth a go. Okay. All right. Well, listen, gentlemen, I think we did it. Uh, was there anything we left out? Was there any uh, special Easter eggs, Tony uh, or Griff, either one of you, that uh, from the trip that, that you want to make sure you get in before we wrap this up? I'm just wondering how Griff's coffee traveled because he, he did get quite a bit of coffee from Market Lane. I'm just wondering if he's... he's Made his own pour-overs yet with it. It's great. Uh, coffee is one of those things that travels good because it essentially vacuum seals on the plane for you. Um, when oh, the, that's when smart, the pressure uh, comes out of, you know, whatever's happening in the cargo hold, I don't know. But, um, the uh, yeah, the coffee is tasting wonderful. And uh, uh, coffee, that is maybe a thing we left out if people are just interested in, in food and Bev, but the coffee scene in, in Melbourne especially is out of this world if you're if you're really into coffee i think it's one of the pretty well it's recognized as being one of the best coffee cities you can visit uh in in the world so i i do highly recommend that and i guess the other easter egg is you know uh if you're gonna maybe if you're gonna spend six days or so with tony make sure you're in his home country um because uh, there he can at least be extremely helpful so he's got that going for him i mean we're gonna have him here in vegas and <laughs> that's gonna be a whole other thing <laughs> Enjoy, enjoy the boy shorts. Um, all right, uh, listen, everybody. Let's uh, let, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. You can uh, check us out on Discord if uh, if you're so inclined. Uh, we are going to be back, Tony. Just you and I next week. We're going to do a little bit of a just a little bit of a debrief. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the the Jack Johnson interview that let uh, let the world on fire. I also have a full. Uh, comedy rant that I want to go on. I haven't done that in a while, so we'll do that next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, of course, you get one segment. So go ahead and start planning it in advance. Okay. Um, all right. I think that's I think that's going to do it. Uh, Griff, parting words. Hey, uh, if you haven't yet, check out our uh, podcast that we do over there, Beer Engine Podcast. Uh, you can literally type that into almost any other any of those podcast things. You know, feeds. How, how do people get podcasts? Whatever. You put that in there, and still not uh, sure what one is. Presumably, would be able to download our podcast if you want to check it out. And if you like this, then God help you. And there's a lot more of it out there. So there you go. (laughs) All right, Tony. Uh, If you enjoyed this, uh, don't forget to send us a tip. 
ko-fi.com forward slash beer engine podcast to send us a couple of shekels. That was so gross. We're going to talk about what you just did in our, in our weekly meeting. That's I'm kidding. We would never have that. Um, all right. That's uh, that. That's it. Uh, goodbye.